What is going on, everybody? Depraved Slash here. We are back yeah. with the Pound and Slash Marvel Media Podcast. This is the Comic Corner. I'm Depraved. I'm Pounds. And uh, this, I don't remember. I think this is episode 10. Yes. Yeah, episode 10, y'all. Can you believe? After this episode, we will have read 60 issues of comics. Actually, it's more like 57 because there were a couple double issues in there. Yeah, they put like story A, story B into one comic. Yep. Um, so yeah, so per the normal, we're going to start off with, uh... Is this your turn to pick or my turn to pick? I believe it's your turn to pick. Okay. Because I picked, um, the skinny-headed dude last time. You remember him? Oh, uh, Impossible Man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know I do. Come on now. As a matter of fact, <laughs> we are going to switch over to the aid, the comic aid, guys. You know, the thing that actually shows all that fun jive. <laughs> all right. So as you can see, I actually had him replace Loki because I or not Loki, Odin, because I'm trying to get rid of some of these older pictures. Right. Cycle out some stuff so it's not the same people all the time. Right. Um his head's a lot longer than what it looks like there. I promise. Right. His head. Pause. Um <laughs> so these are some things we're going to run across, y'all. Alright, so we're gonna start with Tales to Astonish number forty, the day Ant Man died. This is the cover of it. It or not died, failed. He did not die. I'm about to say, he damn. He did fail, though. I, I, I don't know where I read died at. Maybe it's just the month of October coming in. Right, right. I'm like, well, um, that's it for Ant-Man. He didn't make no movie. He didn't do nothing. <laughs> these are the main characters you're going to run into. This is Henry Pym, also known as Ant-Man, Howard Mitchell, and The Hijacker. Because, you know, names were so original back then. You gotta have, you got to have The Hijacker. Come on now. Right. And then we're going to get into some strange tales. And these were actually back-to-back issues. And these um, were uh, interesting. We got, the first one is issue 106, which is the threat of the Torrid Twosome. Right. And then 107 is the Master of Flame versus the Monarch of the Sea. That was as creative as you guys could get. Okay. Um, and There's, then... We've got a lot to talk about that Strange Tales, man. The characters that we will run across in these Strange Tales, Johnny Storm, also known as the Human Torch, Sue Storm, Invisible Girl, Reed Richards is Mr. Fantastic, Ben Grimm is the Thing, yep. Namor the Submariner, and Carl Zant. Cool. Yeah. Then... We will be getting into my favorite issue yep. of this week. The Fantastic Four, issue number 12, Fantastic Four, Meet the Hulk. Hulk. Right. We saw earlier they were reading, or uh, Ben Grimm or Johnny Storm, I don't remember which one, one of them was reading a Hulk comic. Right. Yes, they were. now they got to meet the Hulk. And then, if you remember last time at the Comic Corner, they were they were hinting on it that, well, I mean, that Incredible Hulk was coming, even though that's probably his little solo thing, but... They were hinting on it in the Fantastic Four. He was somewhat coming, so that's good. Right. Um, so the people we will run across, obviously the Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, Sue Storm, Invisible Girl, Ben Grimm, The Thing, and Johnny Storm as the Human Torch. Um, Alicia, who yep. is becoming more of a mainstay character in yes, all the comics, is. as Ben Grimm's love interest. He went that thing thing. <laughs> um, and then on the second page, it's a rare time we actually have three pages. Uh, the Hulk is also in this Bruce Banner, Carl Court, who's also known as the Wrecker, the um, Rick Jones, and General Thunderbolt Ross. And yes, this is a Fantastic Four issue, y'all. At first, I, I didn't, I, dude. I thought it was for a minute because I, I was like played out. Look, I thought it was Incredible Hulk. I said, "This is Incredible Hulk, man, sure." Right. Um, and then we go into. I think this is how we end it: is Journey into Mystery. Um, and this is Thor. Trapped by the Carbon Copy Man. <laughs> and then you actually find out they're not really Carbon Copy Man. It's weird. I don't know where they got the name of that from. Right. Because um, he's not... Oh, God. 
in this, obviously, Dr. Don Blake, Donald Blake is Thor. Um, Jane Nelson Odin, um, the planet Zarda is mentioned, as well as Ugarth and Zano, which are father and son, by the way. Right. Um, oh, no, there was one more after that, the Incredible Hulk. Right, that was the um, one, he, yeah, by the Metal Man. This is the Incredible Hulk versus the Metal Master issue number well, six. Metal Master, I said Metal Man. <laughs> it doesn't matter, it's All right. same it's, difference. It's always a thing. <laughs> um, and in this one, we have Dr. Bruce Banner and the Hulk, yep. Rick Jones, Jane Nelson, General Ross, the Metal Master. Right. That's not Jane Nelson. I fucked that up. That's uh, Betty Ross. This is the Hulk. Sue me. <laughs> and then the Team Brigade. He said, I ain't changing shit. Ain't changing Her shit. name is Jane from here on out in this bitch. Here, you know what? Y'all want me to fix it? <laughs> we'll, we'll fix it real quick. Here. This is... <laughs> They're gonna be like, who the hell is Jane? Betty Ross. Don't worry about it. Don't, don't, to don't be fair, it. they look very similar. <laughs> right. As a matter of fact, all the women. I'm about to say, hold on, get invisible girl. Looks it's like they all have too. different color hair, but the same the hairstyle. Same, the same body hairstyle. Every or, and every time you see them, one of their hands is on their face. Right. It's like, oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then General Ross, Teen Brigade, <laughs> get off me! I don't care about Canva's presentation experience. All right, so that takes care of uh, that thing. Mm-hmm. Switch back to where we're on screen. Hey, Ralph's back. Hello. He's leaning. I'm back. He's on, he's on the edge of the screen again. Damn it again. Are you serious? Yeah, your chair moved, or you moved, one of the two. Oh my god, this place is fucking on it, dude. Wait. <laughs> yeah, you should be. Yeah. All right. So, comic corner number ten. All right, we're gonna start off with Tales of Two Astonished, number forty, the day Ant Man failed. This was published February first, nineteen sixty-three. Written by Stan Lee and Larry Lieber. Penciled by Jack Kirby. Inked by Sol Brodsky. Fuck this issue. Yeah, this was a bad one. This one uh, was another fucking uh, Scooby-Doo issue. All right. So we start off with Ant-Man creating a new gas mask, which, by the way, he's going to use. <laughs> he, he is. He's going to use. Anytime they make a point to talk about a specific item, it's going to get used. Or like those uh, those uh, those shoes. Like, yeah, he's going to use them, bitches. <laughs> those little jumper shoes. Right. <laughs> um, and we see some armored car guards not remembering what had happened or why their truck is gone. Um, Howard Mitchell is not pleased, and so he wants to talk to the Ant-Man. And, of course, Ant-Man shows up. Right. Howard explains the situation to him. Ant-Man takes note of an Incan miniature statues and then dips. Yeah, um, he left him. As everyone is getting ready to put a plan into motion to stop the hijacker, Ant-Man doubles over in pain and says he has appendicitis. And Yeah, he, was, that was interesting. He hops, he hops on an ant and bounces, and I'm like, oh, he's hurt. He's not going to take part. Right. <laughs> But au contraire. Barely inconvenience. Hey, yo, I was thinking of a screak, a screak. Barely, he's not going to be in this issue at all. Barely inconvenience. I actually use that later in my script. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so, the hijacker ends up stopping the armored truck down the road some way, starts to hijack it when Ant-Man shows back up. Yep. He explains how he faked the pain, caught up to the truck, and wore his new gas mask as to not be knocked out by the gas that uh, hijacker used. Yep. <laughs> And then Hijacker attacks, but Ant-Man goes inside the inner workings of the truck. The inner workings of my mind is an enigma. I'm sorry. I had to, bro. (laughs) He starts fucking up the truck. Hijacker honks his horn until Ant-Man pulls the wires out because the horn is really loud to somebody that small. Right. (laughs) Um, Ant-Man then leaps from the windshield wipers that the ants end up And he just gets hit by the windshield. And then that's it. Ant-Man fails. I'm just kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Because he literally... Um, What? (laughs) <laughs> it, but yeah, so he leaps from the windshield wipers to the hijacker's mask, rips yeah. a hole in the mask, causing the hijacker to pass out by his own gas. Right. Um, and then the cops come, pick him up, and then we find out that it was actually Howard Mitchell all along that was the hijacker. Right. 
Ant-Man figured it out because the Indians have a the Incan Indians have a vapor that knocks people out apparently. Yeah, fuck all that. Just and, you, and you found it out because like huh, I I and, did this to a girl one time. <laughs> like uh, surprise. It, it was the wasp. Yeah. Um, and also Howard knew the routes of all the trucks. So <laughs> Howard says he wanted to steal his own money because the company was losing money. Well, uh, no whatever. shit, you were stealing. Yeah, it. you were. St- and this if episode is so and stupid. he figured if he told Ant Man, he didn't think the Ant Man would suspect him. What the? Fuck? At this point, if anybody ever tells Ant Man anything, he should immediately suspect him. It's like just I'm going this to This is the third time the third in four time. weeks we have gotten this story. Fucking quit it. Oh my god, that's. I gave it a one out of five. Yeah, I gave it a one out of five. Fuck this issue. Like it's just like up there with like, like Johnny Storm saying, "Oh, is, I don't know my identity." This, it's like that's up there, man. This is a prime example of why nobody cared that the Ant Man movie came out. You're right? Because what? Thank God the Ant Man movie ended up being really good. Right? Because the bro, because you were mad, dude. Because if it would have been some Scooby Doo type shit like this, this would have no. I'd have shit all over it. MCU probably would have been done, or not done. They would have kept going, but that would that would have been like a hit because that's three that's three issues, man. We didn't had a oh, it was you all along. What gave it away, Ant Man? Come on, hey, you had to know what gave it away, Coach. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a one out of five. It was, it was pathetic. It was, it was pathetic. I'm so, happy he used the gas, but it's pathetic. So. Me too. So we go into Strange Tales 106, Thread of the Torrid Twosome. Oh dear. Put out March 1st, 1963. Written by Stanley Larry Lieber, penciled by Dick. Dick. A years and also inked by the same man. Yeah. He did all the art. Yes, he did. All right, so we begin with the Human Torch practicing on a training course that Reed had apparently designed for him. Of course. We see that Carl Zant has arrived at the Storm household to speak with Johnny. Um, Sue lets him in, mm-hmm. and Torch dips to an alley to change, not knowing people seen him go there. Uh, Johnny goes home, and Zant wanted to meet the Human Torch, and Johnny kind of has a small freakout moment. He's like, oh shit, somebody knows. And Sue's like... And after that, I was done. I Sue's, was Sue's like, dude, everyone knows. Right. Stop doing that, Johnny. That is so irritating. It's just, no one ever approached you because they didn't think in, they didn't they didn't think you wanted them to bother you. Right now, first off, I am elated. I am filled with joy because we no longer have to have this weird right. fucking. I don't want nobody because it didn't make sense to begin with, dude. You were in Hollywood throwing <laughs> fireballs well, out of a car to impress to women. To impress women, they knew who you were. And I'm happy, this is the time I think Sue actually was good in this comic. Even though it was like three seconds, she said, dude, um, I think they know who you are now. I'm like, thank you, comic, because if she had played stupid, wow, I would have been done with this comic book, too. I think it would have been funny if she had been like, you're the human torch. <laughs> that's two comics would have got one out of five real fucking quickly. Like, oh, that's two. There we go. Let's move to the next one. Um, so then Zant reveals that he is an acrobat, and he's here to team up with the torch. And yep. the Fantastic Four don't care about Johnny Storm. He wants to st- team up and split all the earnings 50-50. And Torch says, I'll think about it. Damn. You'd think maybe he'd say no. But he said, I could be, um, I could do this for all day. For all he, issues. He then confronts Reed. Yep. And he's like, yo, I want more money. And Reed's Damn. like, nah, yo. we don't get paid for this. Right. What? We have this conversation again next week, by the way. <laughs> um, He's like, nah. We're broke. They're broke, bro. We don't get paid for this. He, he's like, you know, we're non-for-profit. All the money we get. We pay what bills we need to, and then the rest of it goes into scientific research. That's how we work. That's so sad. I, <laughs> hey, Johnny, was, get a job. Johnny, get a job, bro. Stop doing fireballs. Like, you're like 19, 17, yeah, 18 like years 19? old. He's, he's younger than that. He's still in high school. Oh, right, right. You're like 17 years old. Get a fucking job. Yeah, especially around that time. You actually get a job at, at the age of 17. He can flip burgers. He can be flipping burgers, Just bro. make sure they know sometimes you might have to dip out. 
Human Torch wants to work for us? Sure. You guys know who I am. Get the fuck out. <laughs> um, so Johnny dips out, goes home, calls yep. Zet, and he's like, yo, I'm going to join the team. And, and that, that roll credits, he's no... Fantastic Four just lost a member. That's what it should have been in the next episode. This is like, honestly, like kind of foreshadowing the future when Johnny dies. Yep. <laughs> I mean... That doesn't happen for like at least 20 years. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't remember how long ago that did happen. I remember Spider-Man joined the team in his place. Right. And they all wore all white outfits. Because really I heard that Giant Storm... Pe- they became like, the Future Foundation. Future, okay. I don't know, a lot of weird shit. But I heard about him yeah, dying, of course. I was like, oh God. And now he's back, of course, because, you know, comics. Um, <laughs> it plot. So Johnny then goes ahead and makes these ugly-ass costumes for him and his partner. Yeah, um, kind of tacky. And Sue's like, yo, you're fucking up. And he's like, I don't care. Right. So he meets up with Zant. Zant tells them that they have their first job. and There's somebody locked in a bank vault. They need him to burn through to save him. Johnny does this, and then Zant follows him right behind him, tells him it was all a lie, um, sprays him with this liquid asbestos to douse the flame, <laughs> and then he shoots Johnny in the arm. He tries to shoot him multiple times, but the gun jams. Uh, you know, that, that, that was perfect timing for a gun jamming. Right. Um, Why would this work? The gun jams, so Zant dips. Right. Acrobat style. He did some backflip, triple double backflip, YY no scopes. Right. <laughs> like out the door. Like that was good. Get out the out the window. Right? <laughs> yeah, out the window. He crashed the bank window because you know the door wasn't right there. Right. The door right was there. right there. He said, "You know what? Fuck this. Can you imagine like sitting on TV? I'm going out the window. Why? The door was open. The only reason anyone should ever go out a window is if you're in a western movie and you're thrown out, out the, the window. window. Or if like it's a right. bomb or like a bomb or something. They do like some cool jump. But bro, he just... <laughs> Alright. 10 out of 10, so, bro. On his way out, he's confronted by the rest of the Fantastic Four as they trap him until Torch comes out and Torch is like, yo, he's mine. Oh, God. Um, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I, I, I Zant, swear to God, I was like, this is going to turn out so bad. <laughs> Zant parkours his ass out. <laughs> Literally parkours. <laughs> Um, and see starts, how they drew that shit? Right. And he starts to climb this ladder. Yeah, he's like, bye, bitch. At, at which point, Johnny has to, like, relearn how to fly using one arm because of balance, because, you know, he got shot. Oh, God, that's crazy. Um, he it, should be out of commission completely, but sure. And apparently he had to fly up to the top of the ladder to heat the entire ladder. He couldn't just do it from the ground. Bro, because he said, you ain't about to give me, like, PPP out this bitch. Nah. He he light he lights he basically heats up the ladder to a point where Zant can't hold on anymore. Right, yeah. He Zant starts to stumble to the ground, but he rebounds off of some telephone. Oh wires. yeah, he's gonna do some flips, bro. <laughs> he some the X button on the Xbox. Um, yeah, you thought he was gonna catch me? And he lands on the pavement. As yep. soon as he lands on the pavement, though, Torch heats the pavement up hot enough that it's it it. it Sticks. Yeah, it melts him. Yeah, it basically him, melts his shoes to the pavement. Well, then he was just took. A, a, <laughs> and um, then he takes his shoes off, and now he's flipping the fuck out again. <laughs> right. Zant is then arrested. Everyone is happy. Torch back. The torch is back, and then Sue gives him his old costume to change into on the fly oh, because whatever. he doesn't have any problem getting naked in the street. <laughs> um, and I actually gave it a three out of five. It was actually a fun little yeah, issue. Yeah, it was fun. And it was definitely better than last week's Fantastic Four. Yeah, not Fantastic. It was better than last week's Human Torch issue. Yeah, I give it a three out of five. Because it's a step proven. The only reason why I didn't get two because Sue finally said, and honestly, not the Human Torch. Over, I mean, human overall, torch. I would have given it a two. But I do think it was the final reveal that, like, yes, everyone knows who the fuck you are. Because if she had and played it And it made me it so happy. So happy. That, that's finally over. Right. Because, because if she had played it off, like, they don't know you the Human Torch or, or, like that, or whatever, one out of five. 
That would have been another one out of five. Right there, bro. Like, dude, no. We're not doing this again. They know who you are now. You're flame on fireballs. Look at me, girls. Date me. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Next up, Strange Tales 107. <sighs> this is called The Master of the Flame versus The Monarch of the Sea. I liked this a lot more than he did. Um, <laughs> this came out April 1st, 1963. Because you would think water, fire, puts it out. There we go. Dang. Also, Also <laughs> written by uh, Fire Also. Um, causes water to evaporate. Even now you're all the way down the fucking sea. We'll get there. <laughs> all right, hold on. I'm not what? saying I don't have some plans. <laughs> but I did enjoy this a lot more than I was you did. Like, I was like, wait a um, minute. This was, this was written by Stanley and Larry Lieber, penciled and inked by Dick, Dick Ayers. I'm not saying it was... Oh, go ahead, bro. Um, <laughs> so, what? we start off with Reed and Thing about to go meet the Marvel staff to talk about the next Fantastic Four No, issue. they're going to do their own strange tale. That's what they went to. <laughs> um, Johnny approaches like, yo, I want to go. And they're nope. like, nah. You're fucking weird. So he like, you know, throws a temper tantrum walks inside. He did. Um, he flamed on him. He almost burnt the whole... No, I'm just kidding. No, nah, it, he got it bad. Didn't, it didn't go that far. He burns the whole fucking building. <laughs> um, Johnny decides he's going to confront Namor and beat him so he can earn the respect of his team. Sure. Um, Johnny flies out to sea, and as his flame is about to die, he lands on a fisher ship. <laughs> We're doing the thing. Now. We're doing it. They don't believe he's the torch. And since he's a stowaway, they make him work. He doesn't complain. He just, he works. He, you know, basically earning his keep. This is the most. Um, a heavy, a heavy fog rolls in. Torch flames on to light the area for the crew. Oh yeah, now his flame un- works. <laughs> until they're out in the, in the clear, and then he departs, um, and then lights a challenge in the sky. For Namor above the sea. Man, Namor should have went. Where he's like, Namor, this is the torch I challenge you. I don't know. It was a lot of words. And then Namor hits like the massive tidal wave and just engulfs that bitch. And that's it. Don't listen to him. He's making shit up as we go. Because <laughs> what the fuck type of fight was this? Shit, dude. Um, uh-huh. A fish gets singed by. Because apparently fish fly. Right, what? Um, a fish gets singed <laughs> in the water by the fire. What type of Aquaman um, shit was that? Wait, I see something. He goes and you. sees Namor. Namor checks it out, and he's like, "Oh, hey." So this is what I like. So Namor comes out of the water, pretty much tells him to fuck off. Right. That was the first thing. That, that's what he should do. Right. I don't care. He doesn't um, care. And then Torch throws a fireball at him because he's a dick. Really? Yeah. Torch. Was um, like Namor different. was minding his own fucking business. Really, like, he was. Like Torch is the villain in this fucking story. Yeah, Torch would be the villain of the story because he's like, because he wants to prove himself. What? Um, that's okay. He gets his. <laughs> um, Namor. So Namor tells Torch to fuck off. Torch throws a fireball at him. Chase ensues. Um, Namor dips for a moment, swings through, grabs something that he uses to hypnotize Torch with. Um, <laughs> Torch. He, he makes Torch think that he likes Namor and gets him close enough to get punched right in the fucking face. And that, which was, was fantastic. Shit. He's like, you like me, and he's like, I like you. He's right. like, you like me enough to come a little closer. He's like, I'm coming a little. Bam! Bam! Bitch. It, it was, it was like the quickest hit ever. Like, like next thing, bam! Roll credits. It's over. Fantastic. Yo, he died. <laughs> he didn't make um, it. So then Namor <laughs> ties Johnny to a dolphin, which was funny. Yeah, tie your ass, bitch. You can't fly Tie on. Ties him to a dolphin, sends him back to shore. But on the way, Johnny wakes up and dries up enough to flame on without hurting the dolphin, of course. Right. Um, he, oh my God. He he lit all, he lit certain parts of his body on fire to burn the rope off, and then like jump. First of all, rope. Float. I would even use some metal. No, nah, he would have burned that too. I, it I would it use, might have been seaweed to be. Okay, honest. I would use something like to kind of hold it him was, there. It was just something. Right. It was just something that he can burn through. Um. So he returns back. They both fly at each other full force, run into each other like they're doing a double clothesline in wrestling, and then they <laughs> I both. Think you said that's, uh, oh. 
<laughs> they click each other up. <laughs> and then they both fall into the water. And that's when, yeah. Namor goes to reach for him, but he's radiating a lot of heat. And at this point, Torch flies on from in, or flames on from inside the water. Because, and I love how they even explain he's not damp and, like, the water hasn't made him damp enough to not be able to flame on. Bitch, you and golf, You are bro. submerged. Wow. I was done. Oh, Lord. Oh, oh, Lord. I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know what was happening in this comic, bro. I didn't know what was going on. I like, but, whoa. now here's the thing. Uh-huh. Scientifically. Sure. He can do that. Oh. If he burns hot enough, quick enough. People use welding machines underwater. Okay, okay. But I'm saying that, like... But the problem is they right. didn't they didn't explain that he went like supernova underwater to get hot. And it didn't look like he, he even just, went supernova. He just flamed, he just flamed on, on and flew the fuck he out. He didn't do like what he did with the wizard or whatever man that was, the hidden the whatever and supernova. He just turned the flame and oh he's gone. Like that does that doesn't work like that, bro. Right. Are you a welding co- <laughs> Are you um, a welding company, bro? Well, so then so he flies out of the water, and that's actually where I put because apparently fully submerged does not mean too wet. Right, um, you're engulfed in it, bro. What? Johnny goes supernova. Oh, now he goes supernova. Flies into the water. Now this actually makes sense. As he's flying towards the water, the water evaporates around. Well, yeah, because now he's supernova now. Like, right, like now he's a he's a step beyond where he he's like super saiyan. He's now where he's um, be, right. That makes sense. And it allows him to chase Namor to the bottom yeah. of the seafloor. He's now hot enough. Namor goes into a cave. Johnny collapses the entrance on him. Yeah. He's like, hot, bitch. And <laughs> exactly. he bounces, returns to the fishing ship. By the time Namor gets out, because Namor does get out, he does this weird tornado thing to get out. Water tornado! <laughs> um, because apparently he learned something from Johnny from their first fight. Um, and Namor is actually relieved that Torch is gone. Right. And actually has a moment where he's like, he's stronger than even I thought. Um, he says, I'd hate to see what he's going to be like one day when he's older. He says, actually, I may even join forces with him one day. Sure. Is Namor becoming a good guy? Actually, he's probably just going to want to be his brother-in-law. All right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Make little um, Namor children. I'm getting John- with your girl, Sue. I'm getting with your sister, Sue. How you like that? <laughs> right. Jo- Johnny gets back home. Yeah, passes, he just rushed. Passes the fuck out on his bed. Sue walks in and makes fun of him for being so tired just for working on hot rods. Right. All right, because the whole point is my car person. Honestly... I would have given this story a four out of five were it not for the stupid water thing. It's a three for me. It's a two. Um, it's two for me. I, I The fight scenes were pretty cool. Yeah, the fight scene was cool. It's just, yeah, okay, now he goes supernova. I'm like, oh, yeah, no shit now. <laughs> right. But at first he was like, flame on. I'm like, bro, we're not doing this. We're, bro, I don't give a, f- bro. You were in the water, man. <laughs> like, and, and I think we talked about this too, like, so it shit just turns on willy-nilly, huh? It just, it just happens on a dime, and then it just turns off. I'm too weak, yeah, I can't it, do it. it. It's like... I can't do he's, it no more. He's right now the most inconsistent hero in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, as far as it's the like Marvel he has comics. times where it's like you feel like he's flamed on for like twelve hours, right? And then, and then he just dips. Oh, I can't do it no more. He flames on for five minutes. He's like, oh, I'm running out of. Uh, or I can flame hour. on certain parts of my body. Like I, I don't understand. That makes sense. Oh, being able to control oh. it to that extent. Right? Oh, okay, okay, okay. I thought he was just at like like that, and then he finally, like I said, then he finally does it, and I'm like, but. You shouldn't be able to have able able to do that at all because you're in you're the in the water. You're you're like six feet underwater. Six feet under. You're not like in a damp, dry air. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're 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 like rich cycle. <laughs> so that's why it's a two out of five. I like the fight scenes, but it's just and then the whole concept. I gotta prove myself. What type of animation? <laughs> yeah, welcome welcome to Dragon Ball Z. Welcome, I gotta fight now. The power of a Super Saiyan. No. Welcome to Shonen. Welcome, Welcome to Shonen. That's what it is. Welcome. Welcome to the reason I hate Shonen. Shonen. 
That should have been it right there. I said, oh, he gonna hate this shit. I surprised you didn't give it a two out of five, too. But no, the fight good. scenes were dope enough for me. Yeah. To, like, uh, honestly, the winner for me, um, and, and the entire thing, not the actual winner of the fight, but the winning moment of, for me was definitely Namor punching the shit out of him after tricking him to get yeah, That's what gets it, too, because he's like, like you let's go. Come close. Just come I was actually closer. rooting I, for I, Namor. I gotta feel your, I gotta feel your chin, I gotta feel your, your chin bone. <laughs> right. All right, so then the next issue, Fantastic Four number 12. This is called Fantastic and Four. this is the best the one. The best um, one out of all of them. This released March 10th, 1963. Written by Stan Lee. Penciled by Jack Kirby. Inked by Dick Ayers. The one and only. Um, we start off with the Thing and Alicia leaving a concert. Thing is confronted by some army personnel who think he is the Hulk. They try to subdue him. Yep. Fail miserably. Um, <laughs> yeah, Commander, he gave him the work. Yeah, right. Commander, Commander jumps in, stops it, and just yep. as Thing is about to be knocked out by some gas. What? And I thought that was... Uh, sure. Um, Thing returns home, super pissed off. Since he, lo- since he lost his elevator laser, he rips the door off the elevator, crawls up the cable, <laughs> pops in through the other side. I thought that was funny. I loved it. <laughs> what the um, fuck? Thing explains to Reed what happened. Mr. Fantastic reveals that they actually got a call from General Ross to have a meeting about the Hulk. Yep. And like that, that was the fir- and this is the first time we see a crossover for the first time ever. First time yep. since reading the, these comics. First time. Yep. No one seems to think the Hulk exists. Right. Ross shows up and explains that he's that Hulk is destroying their missile installations and shows a video reel of the Hulk doing things. Yep. Sue has kind of a freak out moment to the point where she actually goes invisible because she can't control it because she thinks he's that scary looking. Um, Thing kind of makes fun of him for run fun of her for it. He's like, "I'm the ugliest person you know, bitch. That's not to be proud of." <laughs> um, Thing, Johnny, and Reed then each explain what they will do to the Hulk if they find him. Oh no. This part would have gotten canceled so hard. So hard in today's society. Um, so the three men in the group right. are boys. Uh, Johnny's a boy. The other two are men. I hope Johnny's a boy. He's been a bit number <laughs> um, He's been a bit since all, the time. All three of them are like, I'm going to do this. Right, I'm, I'm going to do I'm that. Gonna, yeah. And then Sue's like, I feel left out because I don't feel like there's much I can do. And Ross, General Ross legit looks at and goes, <laughs> as a lady, you keep the men's morale up. And Reed's like, I agree. The fuck, people? <laughs> Reed, you're you not supposed to agree. You definitely tell this is the 60s. Reed, yo. you can't you can't agree with the I he's like, I concur. Reed, you are not good at like judging anything right now. Like I nope. Am, <laughs> I am so glad Sue eventually becomes super powerful or realizes how powerful she is because right, right now she's, really being, she's powerful. That's she's kind thing. of being treated like a stepping stone. And a stepping it's stone. Oh dear. Oh man. Alright. <laughs> I agree. Really, Reed? Really, Reed? You agree? I really? concur. I concur. Oh All right. god. So Ross then questions if Torch is even old enough. Reed ensures that he is. Say he, like um, said, he like seventeen, right? They then show, yeah. yeah. They then show Ross the new Fantastic Car, which, by the way, thank you, is no longer a bathtub. Um, which is actually why they changed it. They explained that in the story. Um, they had writers writing and saying it looks like a bathtub. Right. All right. We'll did. make it look like a spaceship, then, right. bitch. But, but I was saying that bitch did look like a bathtub, bro. <laughs> um, they show they show General Ross the new Fantastic Car and then give him a ride back to the missile silos. Right. Once they arrive, they have a meeting with Bruce Banner, Carl Court, and Rick Jones. Bruce. Hey, Rick Jones. There Rick he is. Jones. Rick, jo- Rick, Rick Jones. Rick Jones, bitch. bitch. <laughs> um, ah, there he is. Bruce, Unity. <laughs> Bruce tries to tell General Ross that it is the Wrecker that is doing all this, but Rick. Ross is like, nah. Nah. He's like, no. Nah. He's, hey, Ross wasn't having this shit, bro. He, like, he had this like, foolproof like, like, bullshit meter on fuck it, bro. He's like, you need to work to just work with Reed. Right. Um. <laughs> So, Reed and Bruce meet. Yep. Carl, yeah. Carl dips out. Um, he's got things to do outside. Carl is confronted and scared by the rest of the Fantastic Four, who are getting antsy. Right. They're, they're, right. they're um, just they're like standing they're stand outside waiting. Mode. You see them like in standby mode? They're like, 
we're supposed to be doing something, right? Now nah, we're in standby mode. We're, we're, we'll, we'll, the story will continue later on. <laughs> it's not moving. Um, during the process, he loses his wallet, which they pick up. That's what. <laughs> um, they barge in, and and everyone pretty much spends the next few, a couple of pages driving General Ross absolutely batshit. Bro, General Ross um, was looking like he was not. He about to just he was shoot everybody. Smack them all. He was ready to shoot everybody. Because they were just like, um, just annoying. He was annoyed of them. It's great. But yeah, that's great. Just uh, annoying, Torch know. ends up playing a prank on Rick. And then gives him uh, Carl's wallet back in the process. Um, and it's like, I'm just, I don't have time. Rick more like, Abe over Troy, like, I don't got time for this shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, I don't got time for this shit. And then seeing in a huff, it's a phone book in half. Or not even a phone book, it's like a series of phone books. Right. Just all at once. <clears throat> just like, I'm mad. Like, you're always mad, damn it. <laughs> like, when are you not mad, bro? Right. So <laughs> Bruce and Rick go back to their hideout, and Bruce shows them what was destroyed, and it was originally a contraption that would shield cities in waves to keep planes and missiles out. Right. Rick then goes to take the wallet to Carl, who turns out to be the wrecker, because we all knew he would be. Oh, that's a Scooby-Doo um, Well, no, it's not Scooby-Doo moment. It's more like, we knew this anyway. Cause... Um, He's actually working for the Reds, and then Carl kidnaps Rick. Yep. Poor Rick. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, <laughs> Reed fixes a new fast Amtrak that everyone thought would take a couple more weeks to finish. They tested that with the thing in it. Things having a blast, by the way. Oh, he's enjoying this. He's treating it like a roller coaster. He's, he's laughing. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's having a. He's putting on TikTok. He's having a gay old time. Yeah. <laughs> um, it gets up to 50 G's. People yep. are shocked because Thing is laughing. Yeah. Um this next one fast. And then something reaches out of the ground, twists the tracks, causing the train to wreck. But Torch and Reed work together to give the thing a soft landing. Yep. So that he doesn't get hurt. Bruce then confronts the Fantastic Four for help, saying that the wrecker has Rick, but they all think it is the Hulk. Bruce tries to ensure it is not the Hulk, but the Fantastic Four don't believe him. Bruce goes back to his hideout and becomes the Hulk. He's like, it's time to fuck these people up. Right, he says morphin' time. He it's said morphin' time. Right, he said fuck it, bro. I'll just do I'll Angry do Saurus. Angry, <laughs> Angry Hulkus. Hulk Green Man. <laughs> Come out. Carl takes Rick through some tunnels of his own and ends up underneath an old western ghost town. Yep. Meanwhile, Hulk and Fantastic Four run into each other underground, um, and an epic fight ensues. Hulk, yeah. kn- Hulk knocks out the thing for a moment. Oh, you gotta knock him out first. Throws dirt and sand in- on Johnny to put him out. And then he breaks huh. out of the ground, seals it behind him. Reed slithers out um, with his weird stretchy powers. Grabs the Hulk. Hulk gets free of that and tries to throw a building on all of them. But <laughs> Thing busts out of the ground and breaks through the breaks through the building, basically. He throws a building. Um, I said, damn. Hulk then continues to get jumped yep. until he does his clapping move. Um, knocking all of them Old down clap. on their asses. The one where he said, hey, Rick, you better cover your motherfucking ears. Right. Get down and cover your ears. Because he's about to lay it out. But then Hulk notices he's like, things not with him, and immediately gets sucker punched mid-thought. Um, and then the Goliaths commence in oh, battle. yeah, this is a... That lasted all of two fucking pains. Come Which, on. I y'all was so pissed. We could, yeah, we could have... Actually, this could have been a whole... This could have been a whole story in itself right there. Hulk versus Thing. Let's go. Boom. So UFC that shit. They're fighting. Hulk seems to just faint out of fucking nowhere because <laughs> he, he ends faints. up getting hit with some weird ray out of nowhere. Which that's so stupid. That's uh, who we work at the deli. That's cheese, bro. And the thing gets mad that someone interfered and smashes through the ground to find out who it was. Right, because they were about to go at it, and it's like, uh, oh, we're like, what? What type thing of doesn't ever get a chance to be himself. This was his chance to fight. Right, and, and, and he was ready for it. It kind of like I, mean, I, I, I it was wrote by Stanley. I kind of think like, damn, you could have wrote this where. Come back in. 
Don't meet again. I don't know. I'm not going to meet again, but we, we could have got this fight on some epic skill level. But, yeah, I know they probably... Yeah, they, well, they will meet again. They probably will meet again. Right, so... Singh finds a robot, smashes it easily, of and course. then begins to smash through a metal door. Once through, he finds Carl with Rick tied up in the corner. Carl goes to shoot him with a ray gun, but Invisible Girl knocks the gun out of his hand because she was invisible and with him. We all know what that... Never mind. Um, <laughs> Uh, she actually kind of saved the day. Yeah, no, she did save the day, though. Yeah. Um, Thing captures him as the other Fantastic Four come in. Hulk wakes up, hears what has happened, realizes that his friend is safe, so he races back to the hideout to change back in Bruce. Right. The Fantastic Four take Rick back to Bruce, who has now went from the hideout back to his place and all this quick time. And the hideout, it's like an old General Ross base type area, So, but it's like, a, like an old, like, decrepit place, but yeah. Right. Um, and they tell General that Bruce was right. Yep. It wasn't the Hulk. Bruce thanks Reed, and then Ross gives the Fantastic Four a ceremony in their armor. Um, they all start to leave out of their Fantastic Car. Hulk watches in the distance and says that it is not the last time that they'll meet. Right. I gave this issue a five out of five. Yeah, five. five. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. I, this this whole this thing... is the first full real crossover that and we've gotten. Right. It was good. Yeah. Nothing really too bad. I mean, it had some little hiccups here and there, but it wasn't like. Something that's like we would notice from the other comics that we're about to read. And and it was and exciting seeing these people from different comics interact with each other. Yep. Like having Bruce and uh, Reed finally get a chance to meet each other and talk. And have the Thing and Hulk about to fight. It, it, was, it was so fucking cool. The Thing and the people thought the Thing was the Hulk. I mean like right, right off the bat. Or you're the Hulk. I'm like bro this is about to be a lit comic book right now. It's almost like TV show kind of like TV show type quality type. Just a little change but yeah. Right, Definitely. fantastic issue. Oh yeah. Um, so then we go on to Journey into Mystery number ninety, trapped by the Carbon Copy Man. This was released March first, nineteen sixty-three. Written by Stanley and Larry Lieber, penciled and inked by Al. Al. Al Hartley. God love the man. Love Al. All right, Mister Al. Let's see how you did. All right. We start with Ugarth and Zano on planet Zarda. Ugarth preparing <laughs> for war. Zano <laughs> is preparing to take over Ugarth's throne once he retires because right. it's, it's his dad. Right. Um, we then switched to Donald Blake talking about being afraid to talk to Jane. Yeah, because he still, he wants to just propose his love as he is, or, and Thor, but he wants all that, bro. He said, I'm Thor and I love you. He <laughs> decides he's going to tell Jane his secret. Right, he was, yeah, he's going and to tell And then Odin's it. like, nah. Right, Odin, yeah. He calls him through a thundercloud, he's like, nah. Right, you can't do weird. that. Weird, that was some Mufasa shit. What the hell? Remember uh, who you, you know. are. Don't nope, tell nope, that nope, bitch. Nope, Father, no. She will only want you for the hammer. Right. The other hammer. And the Mjolnir. <laughs> I mean, the, and she wants um, Mjolnir for herself. <laughs> so when that happens, he tells Jane, yo, I got charity work to do. Yep. Um, and Jane thinks that the thunder scared him. So, <laughs> Don gets outside and shit is just in straight fucking chaos. Yeah, no, it's bad. Um, people are being forced to walk in the gutters while, car, while cars are now driving on the sidewalk by law. <laughs> billboards are being hung on buildings instead of places where billboards should be hung. Um, Jane, he, he then eventually goes back to the office and Jane bit, pretty much is like, yo, you're being a bitch. I quit. He turns yeah, he to Thor. like that too. He turns to Thor and then goes and confronts the mayor. And the mayor's like, nah. You're a bitch. Arrest <laughs> right, him. Everybody keeps saying that he's a bitch. Oh, God. They're like, arrest him. Yeah, arrest him. Right. So Thor's like, nah, fuck this shit. I'm out. Oh, he actually left. He right. trips. Bye. And bounces. He said, up and away, bitch. I'm gone. Get, right. Catch me. He threw his hammer. Hell <laughs> on. Oh, I'm gone. Bye. <laughs> um, 
he remembers Odin telling him one time to seek the simplest and most obvious explanations. Thor's like, hey, everyone must have been replaced by something. I would not have come to that conclusion. Right, because okay. what, what if they generally just don't like your ass, bro? So, I never the case like, oh, man, they're in place. Really? That he, was it? Okay. He seeks out whatever it was that caused this to happen, and he finds this spaceship hidden behind some trees in a park. Sure. He gets magnetically stuck to the spaceship, drops his hammer in the process, but turns into Don just as the aliens are coming out, and they apprehend him as Donald Blake. Damn. Um, inside, he finds the real mayor. He finds the real Jane, and he finds uh, somebody else that I don't remember right off the top was of my head. Was he like a scientist? I think so. Could have been. Um, but he finds all these people, right? And once he's inside, he's told by the aliens that they're going to take shape of every major important person all over the earth, drive everyone into confusion, and then invade the planet. Yep. Um, Jane and the mayor get mad because Don then tells them he will help them capture Thor. He knows where he's hiding. Right. So, once outside, Don points over to the trees. And then runs and grabs his hammer, turning back into Thor. Xano turns into an ice monster, trying to encase Thor into a block of ice. Which, this is the carbon copy man, by the way. Right. Um, Thor had thrown his hammer as it was happening. Um, the hammer returned, broke the ice. Um, because he, he actually thought pretty quick on his feet there. Yeah, he, he had to think, well, because he was, he, was fr- well, he was about to freeze to death. Or right. get frozen, I guess. Um, Xano then turns into some weird old warrior with a steel net and a sword. Sure. Throws the net on Thor, and then Thor's like, I really don't care. And then he electrocutes Xano. Yep. Tap two times. Thunder shot. Boom. Ugarth steps in, turns invisible, gets a few hits in on Thor, and they actually play this whole thing out like Thor's, like, against the ropes. He's not, y'all. Come on. No, it's Thor. Um, Thor then causes a thunderstorm, showing an outline of Ugarth, because the water's still gonna bounce off of him. still bounce off. Um, he then wraps Ugarth in the net, throws it into space, where the rest of the fleet begins to chase after him, because he throws him so hard, they have to chase after their leader. Man, he shot put the shit out of him. Right. Literally. Like, goodbye. Thor then commands all the remaining people that are still there to turn into trees, and when they become trees, they fully become trees, because they take on the, the thought processes and image of whatever it is that they clone. Um, so he conned them into turning into trees. Um, Thor then tells Jane and the mayor that Don did not betray him, but rather helped him. Right. Um, Jane and Donald are then back in the office talking, and Don tells her, we can't all be as brave as Thor. Because she's, like, bitching. He's like, I don't see why Thor yeah. thinks you helped. And Yeah, that was weird. Like, you I mean, don't, it, 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 was, it was a decent comic her. until the end. Fire. You can until find the end, she hurts. started bitching around, like, I can't. like, she was, like, literally having a moment. I said, are you okay? <laughs> you can help my morale. I'm sorry. You can help my morale. Uh, I gave it a four out of five, though. It was, it was okay. I gave it, it was three good. out of five. It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, and then the last comic we're going to talk about for this episode, The Incredible Hulk number six. The this Hulk is versus Metal Master. The Incredible Hulk versus the Metal Master. Metal Master. Because I'm getting so tired of these generic ass names. <laughs> um, not Xandar Metal Master. Let's right. Go. March first, nineteen sixty three. Written by Stan Lee, penciled and inked by Steve Ditko. Yep, Steve Ditko. We begin with General Ross, Betty, and Rick wondering where Bruce is because they are about to test his missile design. Meanwhile, Hulk is cornered behind a rock where the military is around. Eventually, an alarm goes off. They all go back to base, giving the Hulk the chance to finally get back to his base so that he can change back into Banner. When he does, though, he maintains some of the Hulk's strength. Right. Which confuses him, but then it quickly fades. Yeah. Um, so he goes to the computer and sees Ross and Betty shocked at something. 
Um, it, it then reveals that the Rocket Man has melted. Rocket Man. Or no, the rocket has melted. Not oh, the rocket. Man. Like, the rocket shit. has. I, I read it too quickly. The rocket is met, has, has mel- melted. Yeah. And we see Ross is confronted by an alien from the planet Astria, named the Metal Master. He explains he controls all metals model- molecules, oh, yeah. no matter what kind of metal, and he was exiled for wanting to rule everywhere. So he came to Earth to rule. Ross orders an attack, but all the soldiers' guns and armors and you tanks. You stupid! This was the dumbest else. shit that Ross could do. He just said, "I control metal." Right. Oh, we should go with metal. Where the fuck is Jeb at, man? <laughs> metal Master basically gives him 24 hours right. to give up. He's taking your shit. And then he takes this on a world tour. He's going to go travel to do to spread the word, basically. Right. Um, on the way out, Ross fires some rockets. Metal Master melts them midair and then sends one back as a warning. Ross, 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 Ross. I get it. I get it. I get it. This man just clearly... I mean, he wasn't lying. That's like somebody said, I control water. He reminds me of somebody. Nobody's going to stop Merka. Right. I'm the like... He's here, with, it's, it's like he did some Jedi... Like, try again, bro. And this in it, bang at you. And that shit killed Ross. That should have been like... Oh, Ross is dead, bro. Went right towards his face. Right. <laughs> Um, so Rick runs back to tell Bruce, but Bruce is already in the process of turning into the Hulk. Um, but when he turns into the Hulk, he still has Banner's head. Which... There's some weird shit going on here, y'all. Yo, what? He, he puts a Hulk mask on that he just so had to happen to have. Because comics. Gotta have it there, bro. Um, because he was studying the Hulk's face. For whatever reason. (laughs) Right. He said, Um, you know what, let's just put this on. So then Hulk confronts Metal Master. Metal Master offers Hulk to join him. Hulk tells him to fuck off. Metal Master knocks him out. Right. Boom. He hits him with a metal plate in the back of the head. That Ross threw at him. (laughs) The army shows up, realizes Hulk has a mask on, and very epically they pull it off just to find out it's the Hulk. And (laughs) they're just as confused as I would would have been. I'm not going to lie. If I would have seen the Hulk out in public and pulled off a mask and it was just the Hulk underneath, I'd have been like, what the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) That'd be like William Shatner wearing one of his own masks. Right, right. I was right. I'd be like, wait. Like we should take this for evidence. No, we should just this. Let's just leave the. Let's just leave, bro. <laughs> let's right. just leave. When was Bruce Banner's face? Oh my god! Cause it, remember it said it's Bruce Banner's face. They're like it's Bruce Banner. I knew it. It's Scooby Doo. It's all a Scooby Doo all over again. Right. <laughs> so they fly him to this like super heavy fortified cell and lock him in the raft. I'm just um, kidding. Rick goes to talk to him and Hulk's like, "You betrayed me. I want nothing to do Man, with you anymore. You betrayed you, little you bitch. issue one." <laughs> he's like when I get out of here I'm gonna kill you and everybody else blah 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 blah, yeah, blah. the speech they are. Um, and then Hulk starts punching the wall yep good luck good luck right right. Um, so Rick sulking he's like he don't love me no more like I uh. um, he goes and wants to he talks to Ross about joining the army yep Ross is like nah you're too young kid <laughs> so Rick meets up with some other teens and they all decide they're gonna team up and make up their own team it's gonna be called the teen brigade oh, dear. that could have been any lamer um, they're all gonna die, and they figure they're gonna help everyone. They're gonna help the police. They're gonna help with solving crimes. They're like all the Night Watcher, other G Willikers, G stuff. G Willikers, Cap. What are we gonna do next? <laughs> um. Oh, so Rick's out. I made my own team. We're the Night Watchers for tweens. Like, oh shit, we're about yeah, to die. By the Metal Master too. Good luck. Hulk breaks out. Of Ross course. gets shitty. Of course. And. Betty thinks Hulk might have killed Bruce. Hulk turns back into Bruce, but is super weak. Yep. Um, Rick goes to tell Bruce that he quits. 
um, finds Bruce pretty much weak and not able to do things. And Rick's like, you know what? It's really not Bruce's fault for what Hulk, what Hulk says. I'll still stick with him. Right. But I can do this teen stuff on the side, too. Right. So that thing, so that why team not? is still going on, which that's like, why? Right. Why? Rick tells Bruce about the teen brigade and remember, or, uh, and Bruce asks him to get a bunch of shit together. Rick goes and tells the teens and they go and get that shit. Right. Yep. Hey, they're like they're like little scouts now. Now they don't tell us what they're getting together. They just say to go get some shit. Almost in those exact same words. <laughs> go get that uh, shit. That so stuff. Bruce then becomes Hulk. Meanwhile, yep. Russians are trying to do the exact same thing that General Ross did and having the exact same effect. Um, in terms of fighting against metal. I master. feel like somebody that comes out saying like I am a master of something from a different planet. I feel like you should be like, well, I think we should probably get something that's not. Whatever that, like, metal, maybe, like, plastic or something, or, you know, something, because metal, he's literally just destroying them, like, or taking them, like, right. we're not, we're not thinking this thoroughly right now, people, we really aren't. So, Shoot at him. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bruce becomes a Hulk, Russians try to do what they do, I just said that, um, and Hulk makes this huge gun out of everything that was given to him, and the teens begin to look for Metal Master to help the Hulk out. Metal Master is then spotted going towards DC, and Hulk is on his way up, up and away. Up, up, up and away. He caught, he caught the, he caught the hammer with Thor. So, oh, you're with me too. Hey, how's it going? Right. And then he just throws him. <laughs> so Hulk meets up outside of DC, aims the gun at Metal Master. Metal Master tries to melt it, but it's not working. So he tries harder, and he gets closer. Tries harder, gets closer. Right. Until he gets close enough for Hulk to grab him and threaten him. Right. All while with this is fear, happening, by the way. the fear of God in him. Right. General Ross is on his way just to try and stop them both. Um, so Hulk forces Metal Master to fix everything he fucked up, which yeah. Metal Master did, and then he takes him back to his spaceship and sends him off. Hulk then reveals to the Teen Brigade that it wasn't even a real gun. It was made completely out of cardboard. Yeah. And y'all are stupid. I'm smart. Y'all should have done this. <laughs> Pretty much was his conversation with the kids. But they were the what? Actually, they were what thought the most smartest shit out of everybody. Everybody's like, get guns. They're like, guns are not working with them right now. Right. Wow. Um, as Ross approaches, Hulk dips with Rick. They get back to the base. Hulk goes in to turn into Bruce. But the ray gun is not working. It's hitting right. him, but he's not changing. A few days later, Betty is looking for Banner. And the teens hear, well, the teens see and hear her. And so they send a message to Rick. Rick also gets told that the Hulk received a full pardon, which pisses General Ross off, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah, because he wanted him. Um, after telling Hulk, Hulk tells Rick the pardon doesn't matter. He starts breaking some shit. And in his rage, he turns back into Bruce Banner. Yep. Um, the gun worked. It just took some time because he's going. He's doing it too, like, it's too often. He's right. constantly having to be the Hulk. Constantly having to be Bruce. Hulk, right. Bruce, Hulk, Bruce, Bruce, Hulk. Hulk Bruce, whatever. Right, he's um, like fighting with himself. So, yeah. so then that's when Rick actually tells him about Betty, and he goes to find her. Ross is pissed about the pardon, of course. Right. Um, when Bruce shows up to tell them about him being sick, or he told them that he was sick, so he went to Bermuda for a week. On the way out, Betty tells Bruce that she knows more is up and thinks he doesn't care for her enough to tell him what's going on. He tells her it's because he cares so much that he doesn't tell her and hopes Hulk is gone forever, but... One of the coolest parts of this is Betty does call him dear. Yeah. 
I caught that. And he kind of references her as his girl. So at least they do of, establish a comparison of Reed Richards out this bitch. We're finally starting to see the relationship come in. Right, it's like they like each other compared to Don Blake and whatever the fuck and Reed and whatever the fuck. Like, at least this one looks somewhat. Don, Don and Jane Nelson. And Reed not, and Sue. Yeah. And then Reed and Sue, Rich, well, Reed Richards, Sue Storm. Right. At least this one is look like it's starting trying to be a genuine situation. Like I do like that and, one. And I did give this issue a four out of five. Yeah, it's a four out of five. It's good. Um, that was the actual last issue for this episode. Um right? So, fun fact, next week now now here's the thing. We're recording two of these as well as two of the other podcasts today. He's gonna be gone next week, so we still wanna make sure you guys get the content uh the all three of you are looking for. Um Yeah, even the cat. <laughs> right. Uh so next week's which we've already read Mm. And we've already ready to do, but next week we will be covering Tales of Suspense number thirty-nine, which is when we first see Iron Man. Um, and then we also are reading another story, and they're called Gundar. Um, we are also going to read Tales to Astonish number forty-one, which is Prisoner of the Slave World. Um, so that's another Ant Man story. And then we have finally, finally, the Amazing, Amazing Spider Man number one. one. A story is just called Spider Man. B story is called Spider Man versus, versus the Chameleon. Chameleon. Um, so we get to see his first real supervillain. And then we've rounded out with Journey into Mystery number 91, which is called Sandu, Master of the Supernatural, which is actually a pretty interesting little uh, Thor story. Yeah, it was weird, but interesting. But not as weird as the, the Gundar one, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's that's what's up on Docs for next week. So, mm-hmm. Ralph. Um, my MVP? Homie, hold on, hold on. <laughs> so it is your turn to pick the MVP. Hello, people. You see my awesome face and body. So, basically, when Ralph picks his MVP here, um, what is going to happen is it's going to replace a picture. Let's close this window. It's going to replace a picture. Right. I want to make sure. I'm pretty sure this is the right one. So, Ralph. Let me switch. Let me switch screens so everybody can see. Hey, I'm back again, guys. Tag team, back again. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, now you're not going to show? Oh, dang. We doing this? Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no. Where is the window capture? (laughs) What if I... Switch over to YouTube. Yeah, see, now you want to work, you motherfuckers. All right. Fucking weird-ass fucking... Dude, OBS is starting to confuse me. Right. All right, sorry for the hang-up there. Okay, so, Ralph. Well? Who is your MVP? It was a tough one, but I have to give it to um, the Hulk. This is my first time picking a hero this time around. Uh, which? Oh shit! Um, which comic? <laughs> it have to be the um, the thing versus the Hulk or that 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 Fantastic Four issue. Okay. Because um, it it's it was the one I liked the most. He was doing the most, and you know, it's it was interesting. Like just just that concept of him just being there, and that presence, and you know. Fight and of course fighting whatever generic villain of course too, so it seems like it was um, it was good. And then I'm talking more about that than the MVP. But yeah, it's the Hulk though for me. So that's my first villain. 
Because I'm not picking another wrestling because they look like shit. No. <laughs> the rest. <laughs> Nobody, no one off generic villain didn't get away this time, uh, Nick. So, if they all, if one of them had got all, like, got away, you do know it would have been a one off generic villain that would have been replacing it. Because it seems that like every comic book we read, don't get me wrong, these comic books are cool. I'm learning history. But when we read these other comics like Stranger Tales and all this shit, it's like, bro, y'all some fucking heroes. How are y'all not beating these characters? These characters, yeah, he got a ray gun. Can you just destroy that and put him in jail? Like, no, he, he got to get away. He acrobats his head. That's what I thought. And it would have been an acrobat. I swear to God. If he had literally... T- <laughs> he melted the shoes. If he had parkour himself out. Because he melted the shoes, right? And I'm like, okay, the shoes are gone. If he gets out of them shoes and parkour himself out, he would have been like PvP. He would have been MVP. Because I'm like, bro, this is the second time you let a villain... Just dip. Right. Because you already had to run away from Namor, because Namor was going to give you that work and put your ass I, back down the water again. I had to replace Loki, so I'm just going to go down the line and keep Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, yeah, you can replace Loki with, with, with Hulk, so. That was my but MVP. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, the Hulk has become the MVP. And now, I've already got the next podcast screen pulled up, which is why we're on here. It looks a little different than the other one. Um, yeah. We'll get to that when we get to that. But, yeah. So I guess that's going to do it for this episode. We actually made it through those kind of quick. A little quicker than I thought we would. What, about 40 minutes? 52 minutes. Yeah, it was it was okay. Like I said, like, yeah. yeah All right, guys. So we're going to switch back over. Because we mainly talk more about the, the Hulk and the, um, the Rebel back Hulk over one, to us. So. All right, guys. So with that being said, we're going to see you all next week. Uh, remember, we're going to be wearing the exact same things we're wearing this week next week because we're recording all of these and episodes. And we didn't shower. Not in between. Why would we shower in between? No, I was just... No. What kind of weird shit? <laughs> Anyways. I was, no, no. You said we going to watch like that? I said, we waited a whole week. You know, we didn't shower. We're recording both of the, all of them at the same time. Yeah, so. same time. But I, I was trying to make it seem like, hey, we waited a whole week. We looked the same because there's, bro, we didn't take no shower. We just sat here. We did not fucking move. We didn't, we didn't move work. for one whole week. For one whole week. We, did, we, we, did, we just looked at each other. Gaze into each other's eyes. Boom. That's it. Something wrong with you. Yeah, he blinked, bitch. Yeah. It's fair. I beat him last time. He beat me this time. (laughs) Yes. That felt that that felt a little too much. All right. What are you doing? Are you guys having a staring contest? (laughs) It does not help. I'm tired as fuck too. So. With that being said, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Remember, next week we begin to talk about X Men Evolution. Yeah. We go through the first five episodes of the first season, yes. and then we follow that up with the comics we told you today, so be here for that next week. We love y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Excelsior! Excelsior. Boom! Yeah. Where's my mouse? <laughs>